Today's SwoleFam Spotlight is from John. What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2660, Friday, August the 18th. And John writes, For years on end, prior to joining you all, my fitness was one-dimensional. Strength training three days a week and what I thought was me adhering to mindful nutrition. Denial of how taught I was, physically and mentally, quote, Oh, the occasional morning aches and pains was sleeping wrong and getting older. I didn't handle said situation right because of my shell shock and a particularly bad day, end quote. Excuses are an interior decorator making your comfort zone appealing so you can stay all warm colored walls, satin couches, and silk drapes. Looking internally through meditation has made me own up to discrepancies real quick and helped me be hyper aware to constant adherence of the work ahead of me. In time, the yoga annihilated my aches and pains, destroying the lame acceptance of, quote, getting old. I have purpose and fight in me that wasn't there before to be self-reliant when I reach old age. It used to hurt sitting cross-legged on the floor, and now I do so comfortably through my daily meditation. Unexpected, pleasant surprise, yoga has also improved my aesthetics. I have more shape and contour to my once dense and blocky sort of powerlifting physique. My health is no longer one-dimensional with adhering to the seven pillars. I now feel complete in numerous ways I never could fathom. That is an amazing post, John. Thank you so much for sharing. Where do I start with all that? Where do I start with all that? A couple things, the meditation and the yoga, which in many ways go hand in hand, of course, we have pillar number five and six there of the seven pillars and being more present with meditation, being more present with mindfulness is a game changer in many ways. And I say this often, you can't fix mental disorder, not disorders like a mental disorder, but mental disorder, lack of order in the mind. You can't fix that by training hard. It helps. Sure, you might feel good temporarily, but if you have a problem in the mind, you're not going to fix it by exhausting the body. It's just going to be temporary because when you work out, you know, you get that training high, you get that pump, you feel great, but then all of a sudden the dust settles. And if you don't have your brain in order, if you're not making brain gains, if you're not practicing mindfulness, then all those issues that originated from anxiety, from mental stress are still there. You're not solving those problems. You have to address them directly with meditation. You have to address them with mental tools. So mindfulness practice and practicing your brain gains. Pillar number six, mindfulness is how you do that. And John has absolutely been crushing it. Not only that, yoga is amazing for mindfulness. It's also amazing for the physical, the aches and pains of just daily life, repetitive movement patterns, heavy weight training, and not only that, it's going to make you look better. And guess what? If you look better, you're more likely to feel better about yourself. Now, in, in many cases, aesthetics, the way you look, proportions, all that kind of stuff, gets a bad rep. It makes the rounds in our culture as superficial. If you look good, oh, you're just obsessed with how you look. But it also is how you project your self-respect. It's how you project your discipline to others. And in our society, it's really about 
status seeking and status seeking is not a bad thing. That's how humans organize themselves in, an, in a hierarchical manner. So when you meet someone that's in good shape, when you introduce yourself to someone, whether it's at work or whether it's a member of the opposite sex or same sex, whatever it is you're into, it projects that type of discipline. It projects that type of effort, that type of improvement. Training your body physically is just like reading a book or listening to podcasts, educating yourself, learning, acquiring knowledge, challenging yourself and overcoming difficulties. And it is difficult to put yourself through pain and discomfort in order to put off temporary, I want to say temporary satisfaction, but feeling good temporarily. Of course, once you train hard, you start to, some of us love the burn and the challenge and that kind of stuff, but it's obviously temporary discomfort for long-term benefits. You don't get results in the gym. You create a stimulus, you get those results long-term by compiling hours and hours of sessions over time and healthy eating and healthy habits. You don't get results without good habits. So it exudes confidence outwards because you're taking care and building confidence inwards. And if you are confident that you can overcome difficult situations from training hard, then guess what? You're more confident facing outwards and it projects that and people perceive that and it improves the relationships and it improves the quality of people you surround yourself with. Because if you love yourself and you're challenging yourself and you only want the best for yourself and you're taking care of your seven pillars, guess what? You're more likely to surround yourself with people that do likewise. And it, ex it exposes people in your life that are doing the opposite because you just stop clicking. You just stop connecting the quote unquote friends, the people that you associated with or that you were around for years and years, you've just been friends out of convenience or you're just currently friends, quote unquote, because you have been friends. So many of you have friends in your life just because they've always been there. So they're still there just because they used to be and they always have been. But if you're growing and developing, it's normal to grow distant from people. And it doesn't mean that you're rude. It doesn't mean you don't answer their text messages but you might not be on speed dial. You might not hang out with them frequently. It doesn't mean you're an asshole to them, but people change. And even more than that, I don't want to say that people change, but in many ways, certain people improve. Like we are working on improving ourselves and they usually stay the same. That's more of the problem. It's not that you both change. It's that one person is developing themselves and individually improving and the other person is doing jack shit and stagnant. So it's not so much that people change, it's just that you're going different directions because one person is happy with treading water and you're like, I'm going to go back to land because I want to live and I want to thrive. So keep that in mind. And I like what John said at the end, my health is no longer one dimensional. Adhering to the seven pillars, damn right. Health is not one dimensional. Progress is not one dimensional. And understand it's okay for your passions to change. It's okay for your interests to change. It's okay for how you like to, tra to train changes. That's changed for me throughout the years as I've gone through different types of interests with my training and passions. I adjust. I adjust my goals. I adjust my outcomes, what I want to accomplish, but I'm still challenging myself. I'm still challenging myself and doing things that are outside my comfort zone and trying to master those things. And that's what's important is you open your mind to all those different dimensions. So shout out to John. Thank you so much for sharing. Let's get some gorillas for John in the chat. Fantastic. And that's J-O-N, our big John. 
So thanks for sharing, John. If you're ready to join John, myself, and the rest of the Swole fam, join us, SwoleNormousX.com, greatest fam in the realm. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're new to banging your ear holes. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, YouTube, Rumble. Go to TheDailySwole.com for all the links. And of course, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you leave that review. It helps a lot. Thanks for being here. And all the links for the merch, memberships, all that stuff in the description down below. Now let's fucking get into it. It is Fef, everyone. We have overtime. I see Cerny. I see John in the chat, Elizabeth, Mika, Brenda, Chris. We have an amazing overtime segment right after today's stream. Just letting you all know as people are coming in through the door, we have a brand new drive Mulgaining. We have brand new balls deep edits. So if you're not a member, you're missing out. Join us on normatex.com. We will shift over into the Daily Swole Telegram chat at the end of the stream to get into Fef. And again, it's going to be fucking awesome. We'll see you all there. But for now, let's get into the episode 2600, 600, 660. The following program is rated TV MANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. What the fuck is going on? So much internalized fat phobia, self-objectification and racism and all of the things. Shut up. Misogyny. Holy shit. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 26 hundo and setenta of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and sleigh cast in Zehrelm, because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. Today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you beach. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. What's going on, fam? Thanks for being here, 2660. Happy Fef. Happy Friday, everyone. Super fucking awesome. This is the day that we focus on pillar number one. Now, some of you focus on your pillar number one. Some of you focus on your pillar number one. Now, what does pillar number one mean to you? Well, it means everything. Now, today, 
You can celebrate by deleting, unfollowing, unfriending. Clean up your shit. Take out the trash, fam. Take out the trash. It's a great day to clean out your contacts list, clean out subscriptions, shit that doesn't serve you anymore. Just another reminder, some of you are like, I have no one left to delete. And that's good news. That's good news. Some of you don't have anyone else to delete because you've already done it. But if not, it's another reminder to do some swole cleaning. Not spring cleaning, but swole cleaning. Okay, so I keep hearing about this hurricane in Southern California or something like that. What's going on? I do. I, I spent some time in LA years ago and shit just falls apart if it drizzles. People do not understand how rain functions. So I can't even imagine what people are going to do when it comes to rain and wind. But how's that looking? I haven't looked into it at all. I haven't seen anything because I'm on East Coast. I'm on the Beast Coast. But let me know. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe. All right. Hit the thumbs up button. Let's get into today's episode. We got a great show. We have overtime coming up right at the end of today's stream. And if you don't know what overtime is, I mean, first off, let me get you a... How dare you? <laughs> if you don't know what overtime is, you're going to find out if you're a member. We will go live inside the Daily Soul Telegram chat. We're live right now. But once we go into overtime, it's going to be lit. We got new edits. We got new drive mall gaining. It's going to be fire. So we'll go live there right after today's episode. But first, let's summon the Falcon. Let's bust today's... Let's bust the nut wide open today. We got the puppers in tow. Uh, Church is sleeping. She's just face down, like literally just head is just spiked into the into her bed. And uh, drop in the comments. What are you smashing today? Let's have a great fucking show. <laughs> Put some respect on it. Yeah, it's beaches. Straight classic, straight classic, hashtag Fef, drop that in the comments down below, hashtag Fef, now let's moisturize and get into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch, it's cold outside. All right, hashtag Fef, Yasbishas, now let's kick it off with a little, let's get into some Swole Fan posts, where my Swole Fan posts is at, where my posts is at, where my posts is at, where my fucking posts at, where my posts is at. We got some real live shit from front to back. We got overtime after this faff cast. That was pretty fucking sick. That was sick. That was sick. Papa's laying some goddamn bars. What's in the box? All right, first post here from Jay Reed. Jay Reed, third to do. What up, fam? Finally pulled my head out of my ass and joined up. 
Happy birthday to Papa, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Looking forward to getting my ass kicked and making some sick fucking gains, bicep emoji, fucking rock out emoji, and America emoji. America, yeah. Awesome. We got this one from Melissa L. Melissa writes, hi fam, my name is Melissa and I'm excited to be here. 42 years old, live in Southern California. I used to play roller derby. Whoa, roller derby. Wow. And I still enjoy skating at the beach. I also enjoy mud runs, obstacle course races, and any other activity where I can win a medal. Sounds like you and Lacey are going to get along just fine. I've always been a little chubby, so my goal is to be leaner, faster, and stronger. 100% welcome to the fam. Excellent. Excellent. 42 years old. I'll see you soon. I'll see you soon. Making gains. All right, we got one. Look at this. Look at this. Who's this fucking guy? We got a little, we got a chode post, fam. We got a chode post. I'm just kidding. It's our very own Pedro. Hey, let's get America for Pedro. All right, we'll zoom in in a second because Pedro's flexing. He got some new merch. Uh, came yesterday, came home yesterday to a treasure trove of swole. This morning, the swole signal beckoned, getting my swole on. Quote, the hero Swoltham deserves and the one that is needed. A savage papa figure, a fatherly guardian, a swole knight. Hashtag swole knight, GTTFG and swole vengers. I love it. Looking good, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, loving the home gym. Loving the flexing in the home gym. Look at that shirt. Oh, that's sick, dude. That looks sick on you. I love it. The swole beacon. Super dope. Make America swole veil puto gimnasio. Dude, you got a nice little haul there. Much respect, much love. Thanks for the support as always. And uh, yeah, wear them with pride and uh, keep flexing. Keep flexing. You have to flex. If you have small armors apparel, I should say Papa Soli apparel, just flex. You have to. You have to walk around just like this all the time. People are like, what are you doing? I, I am wearing Swinomis merch. I must make gains. All right. We got one from Jonathan. And this is a comment on uh, Swinomis X. On Swolga Total Gravity. Ooh, I love reading comments. I love reading responses from the workouts and from the Swolga and the programming. Let's see. Actually, drop in the comments below. A lot of you are watching live or members. How many of you are, what are you doing right now? How many of you are doing the 90 90 day dash? How many of you are on Swole season? How many of you are doing Scorched Earth? Anyone doing Maximum Swole? I know a bunch of you are. Uh, Jonathan says, man, this was amazing. And this is Swolga Total Gravity. And that's from the 90 Day Dash. So for anyone that doesn't know, man, this was amazing. Wanted to try something new. This got my hip to crack and loosened me up a bit. Showed me how tight I really am. (laughs) Thank you very much. In some areas, but still loose in others. We'll definitely be doing this again. Jonathan, fantastic. And uh, if you're loose in other areas, make sure you're on the email list. Go to makeemailswolligan.com. Oh, fantastic. Looking forward to tightening you up, John. And loosen you up at the same time. That's the thing. I want you to loosen up when it comes to the yoga. I want you to be loose, but then in other areas, one should be toy like a toyga. You know what I'm saying? Toy like a toyga. <laughs> and that's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. Oh my god. The sunshine band. Oh my god. If you're just listening, Aww. fam, I can't. Can you understand how hard it is for Mama Swole and I to get things done? Look at that. Just look at that. Oh, how do you know I'm looking at you? 
It's so hard to get anything done. It's so hard to get anything done. All right. Pupper break. Pupper break. Oh, is a cutie. It's a cutie. Cerny says, wait until you have a kid. Yeah, but you can't put those in cages. I guess you could. I guess you could. I guess you could put them in a cage. I mean, that's what a crib is, right? A crib is just a cage with no roof. It's just a dog crate with no top. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? That if you put a top on the crib, you're a criminal. You put a top on the crib. Oh my God, you're an evil person. But you have bars all over it, but the top is open. Yeah, look, the top is open. You know, the top is open. It's legal. It's legal. You know, you got one, two, three, four, five. You got five walls. No problem, fam. You had that sixth one. You're going to jail for quite some time. Just saying. It sounds kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It's fine as long as you don't put a top on it. Just saying. Just saying. All right, let's get into some knowledge cock. Let's move along. Let's move along, Churchy. You're looking so cute today. You're overdoing it. Overdoing the cute, baby girl. You're overdoing the cute. Speaking of cute, we also have the tainted Aww. man. I know. He's such a cute boy. Such a cute boy. All right, let's get into some questions. If you have a question, go to askpapasolio.com. Let's see. Let's get a couple of responses here. Let's see. SL Monroe, I asked earlier, what programming are you doing? Let's see. Essel Monroe, 90 day dash, just finished week two. Nice. How you liking it so far? Good for you. Phoenix, I'm doing maximum swole. Tony Toner, 90 day dash is the best. I'm glad you enjoy it, brother. Cerny, maximum swole is a beast. And so are you. So TT, I'm going into week six, eight pounds lighter. Good for you, man. Good for you. Let's see here. Emily in the Telegram chat, 90-day dash on week one. Today is a yoga day. We have Alan, swole season week nine. Brett Nelson, 90-day dash, looking into maximum swole. Fucking awesome. Everyone's crushing it. Everyone's crushing it. SL Monroe, loving 90-day dash. Never realized how much I needed to incorporate yoga and how much of a benefit it is. Once you start, once you start practicing yoga and mobility, and you begin unlocking those things, you're kind of dusting off and cleaning out your closet. All of a sudden, you just it unlocks strength, it unlocks aesthetics, it unlocks energy, um, it reduces stress because all that physical stress from tightness, and also just mental benefits. Uh, let's see. Um, MS Arirja or M M Sari Sarier Sariera Papa Solia, how many hours do you train every day all day long? You look fantastic. Oh, <laughs> I'd be the luckiest guy alive if that did it for me. So, no, I don't tra train all day long. Um, I appreciate Thank you for telling me I look good. I appreciate that. Makes me feel nice and warm inside. A little tingle my taint. How many hours do I train every day? 
if I'm training, probably about one, sometimes one and a half, sometimes 45 minutes, depending. I will say that I definitely train less time-wise than I used to. And that's not necessarily because it's better to train more. So I used to train much longer, do much more volume, longer time periods. But I wish I trained more along the lines of how I do now then. I wish I did more than the way I do now. Now, I don't want to necessarily say that completely because that led me to this. But I would have gotten more benefits by training harder, but for less volume and recovering more. I would have I would have recovered better. I would have benefited more by doing what I do now then. And I'm glad that I respected my future self back in the day because I always made sure I had good form. I never ego lifted. I tried to do everything with a long-term mindset because I wanted to be doing this for as long as I could. I've been around a lot of people that were older that always had bad backs, bad knees. My stepfather, you know, people had problems from lifting heavy, never doing mobility work and doing stuff like that. I never wanted to be one of those people that could barely move as a result of lifting. That just didn't, didn't make sense. I'm just going to lift really hard and train and then I'm going to be broken when I'm older. So I always err on the side of caution. I never ego lifted. Once I hit certain numbers with deadlifts and stuff, I just kind of was like, all right, that's enough. Once I deadlifted over 500 pounds, that was it. I didn't need to go to 520 or 525 or 530. Once I hit like 510, 515, I forget what it was. It was five plates and I think a 10 or a five on each side or something like that. I don't really remember. After that, I was like, that's good. That's good. I just saw where it was going. And yeah, I could, yeah, that was about right. That was about right. Once I hit about 400 or so in squats, I did the same thing with that. It really has nothing to do with it's more to do with ego. Strength is great. Strength is great. It's important to have strength. But of course, again, there's diminishing returns after a while. And as you get older too, you can only handle so much. You need to recover more. And you also have that compiled stress from your entire life. And sometimes as you get older too, you also have maybe existing injuries potentially that you incurred long time ago and you don't realize you don't want to, you don't want to encounter the straw that broke the camel's back. So as long as you're practicing mobility and you're training hard, but intelligently, you need to think long-term. So that's a, a definitely a sidewinding answer to what your question is, but I definitely don't train all day, every day. When I train, I train hard, I train focused and that's it. So an hour, really, that's all you need. But for some time, for me, because I have a home gym and sometimes I'm walking over here and I'm walking over there and I'm setting up or finding some plates. I'm not even lifting constantly for that hour. I think some people think like, how many, how long do you train? If it's an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minutes, oh my God, that's a long time to work out. I don't have, I'm not doing sets the whole time. I'm resting for three, four five minutes sometimes between sets. So in an hour, I might do five or six sets with like three or four minutes rest between depends on how fatigued I am at the end of a set. So it's not even all that time constantly. I'm not just doing fucking swings and CrossFit for a fucking hour. Okay. Good question. I also got some, we're talking yesterday because I got some equipment. I also took some pictures of some of the new things I got. Maybe I'll show you guys if you're good. I think I, I loaded them up. I took a couple of pictures. Uh, with the current state, I haven't like cleaned them up yet or anything, but pretty good. 
Jonathan Kellogg won. Papa Soli, what time should I go to bed every night? Well, it depends on your schedule. But you should be going to sleep pretty soon after the sun goes down. It really depends how what time you're getting up. People should really be shutting down when the sun starts going down and getting up around the sunrise, somewhere around there. You should be getting sun, evening sun on your eyes when the sun goes down. When the sun is low in the sky, morning and evening, you should be getting more like early morning sun. But it depends. Last night we had an after swell after dark because I was busy during the day doing, you know, collecting some picking up some equipment and stuff and end up doing the show at like 10, 10 30. So I didn't get up at like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. this morning. So it depends, but little variations get back, you know, your standard habit, your standard routine. You want to get sufficient sleep. You want to get quality sleep. So the time is kind of relative, but I would say for the average person, anywhere between, right? It really depends. But if you have a regular routine, you're trying to optimize it, I don't know, 8.30 to 11, somewhere in that range, winding down. You don't have to be like sleeping at 8.30, but it depends. If you want to get up at 4 or 5, then you need to get quality sleep. So if you have to get up in the morning at a certain time, like really early, some people have to get up at 4, then you shouldn't be going to sleep at midnight. right? If you're going to sleep at 4, you want to get 8 hours of sleep, that's 8 o'clock. That's 8 o'clock like sleeping. That means you're winding down at 7, 7.30. So it's really important. Right, the length of time, the length of sleep, but also the quality of sleep. Because if you're in bed for eight hours and you're tossing and turning and waking up all throughout the night, there's something going on. There's something going on. All right. Arturio, 23. Papa Suolio, what you do for biceps and triceps? Wow. Great question. Very professional. Thank you. What do I do? I curl and I do extensions. High intensity, basic movements. The basics work. Most people just need the basics. Now, when you understand how the body works, you don't need fancy exercises. You need the basic ones and you need to train them harder and consistently and make progressive progress and progressively overload the muscles to create the stimulus and repair properly. So, for example, what I do for biceps, I'll do hammer curls, some sort of hammer curls like preacher hammer curls or cable hammer curls or dumbbell hammer curls. I'll do maybe some sort of like one-arm preacher curl, something like that. That might be it. That might be it. Just doing four sets. That's plenty for biceps in many ways, but I'll also do reverse curls for forearms. So that doesn't hit the same parts of the bicep, but it's great for forearms. Reverse curls are great. And there's very many different variations and you can build a lot of muscle doing different things. The most important thing is the intensity, the amount of stimulating reps you do, right? Those like five or four or five reps to failure. You don't need tons of sets. I mean, it's small body parts, small area. The biceps, for the most part, flex the elbow. Yes, there's shoulder flexion. There's supination of the wrist. So it's good to do a movement where you're getting supination of the wrist. All right, so you're hitting the biceps. Um, you're hitting the meat of the biceps and then doing a hammer curl. So you're hitting more of the, the brachialis and then you're hitting the brachioradialis or the bra- you know, and, and, and reverse curls to hit the brachialis and the brachioradialis. So uh, triceps, triceps are a little bit more like you can do incline curls. I haven't been doing as many incline curls. You just don't have them as much advantageous strength from incline curls, but they're a great exercise. You can mix them in, see how you feel. Um, you don't need a big stretch. You don't need a big, you know, overstretch there. 
there's a lot of different ways you can do. Sometimes there's some compound curls when you're in a very, very, very shoulder flex position. But when it comes to triceps, there's some good movements. I like using a long loop rope for tricep pushdowns. Not a rope, but like the the straps with the loops. So I don't really have to grip with my hands. Also, I like doing an overhead movement. So I have this Paramount tricep overhead extension machine, which is fucking fantastic. It's killer. And I also like to do some sort of skull crushers, but I like doing more like a, say like a skull crusher, kind of like a JM press on, it's not close grip. It's a JM press. It's more specific on my Smith machine. So I like doing that for triceps a lot too. Very basic. So the triceps I'll hit in a couple different positions for the three heads, you know, long head, the short and middle head. But what's most important is that you're progressively overloading. If you're doing a lot of sets and you're beating a dead horse and you're overdoing it, you, you just don't need to for these smaller body parts. And even even some of the bigger body parts like chest, you don't need a lot of ex- you don't need a lot of sets. You don't need to beat the fuck up out of it. But there are certain things if you want to prioritize certain body parts. If you have overall body parts that are lagging, what a lot of people think is, hey, let me train that four times a week. Right? Let me train it more often but then it's not recovering. You're not training it hard enough. You're just creating a lot of damage and never allowing it to repair and to grow. So if you have lagging body parts, it doesn't mean that you should train them more often. More volume does not fix lagging body parts. More intent with your training protocols will fix lagging body parts. So if you you have a body part that's lagging, then you want to train it when you're the most rested. Maybe take a recovery day between sessions so you can target that, train it first in the workout, Make sure you're not training anything like an accessory muscle group the day before or two days before. So make sure you're training that body part when it's fully rested so you can give it 100% or keeping a separate day just for that body part so you can give it everything you have. That's how you have to do. You have to prioritize it. Prioritize it. Prioritize it. All right. Um, Deals with... Drew Ray, Papa Soul, you do burn more calories if you work out with a fever. I got a fever, and the only prescription is no more stupid fucking questions. Matt Damon. That wasn't wasn't trying to do. I got a fever, and the only prescription is for you to shut the fuck up. Wow. All right. Do you burn more calories if you work out with a fever? You shouldn't. That's retarded. That's straight up retarded. Jesus Christ. If you have a fever, who the fuck wants to move? Your body is struggling to stay alive. So focus on that. Okay. Uh, Piero Dizer. Papa Swolio, do I only take creatine when I bulk or can I take it while being in a cut too? Yeah. Anyone that thinks like I'm retaining so much more water. Come on. I don't buy any of that. I don't notice any additional water retention or anything like that. I think it's in most people's heads and or they're drinking tons of water. They have other inflammation or other issues. Yeah, you can take in a cut. I don't think you'll find any problems with it. I've never noticed anything like that. Don't forget when people take something like I'm retaining, it's people's perception of what's happening. And plus, most people are eating tons of inflammatory shit. So there's a lot of other things at, at stake there. Mm, mistake. H. Serker Muke. Papa Soy, how can I eat a lot but stay fit? Lift heavy weights and don't eat garbage food. 
Descending Sharko one. Papa Swolio, how do you gain the motivation to get back into the gym after tough situations in life? You don't stop training through any situation. You do yoga, you meditate, you stay focused, and you throw that motivation bullshit out the window. It doesn't matter. You do what you need to do. You get it done. You prioritize it. It's not motivation. You don't have to feel like it. That's irrelevant. You need to recover enough. You need to train hard. You need to have intent with your programming, X, y, all that stuff. But the, the motivation is irrelevant. I'm not saying, oh, I feel so sore. I'm drained. I'm fatigued. I'm fucking burnt out. Well, you need to address your programming. You don't want to force shit when you're wiped out and you're just crushing your body. And you're not recovering enough. So there's a difference. People perceive that as like, I don't feel like it. A lot of you know that you're recovered enough and you're sleeping enough and X, Y, and Z. And you know the difference when you just don't feel like it. Like, but it's not that you're not recovered enough. It's not that you're not eating right or sleeping right. Sometimes you just don't feel like it. Okay. You have to know the difference between not feel liking it and, you know, being a pussy and just oh, feel like it. Or, oh my God, I've been training. You're training five days a week and you're barely getting sleep. Yeah, you're not going to feel like being awake. You're not going to feel like many things if you are trashing yourself and your body is worn out. So there's a big difference, but motivation is irrelevant. Pompasolio, how would you respond when someone tells me fruit is full of sugar Ooh, and air is full of oxygen and water? There's water in the air too. Um, how would you respond? I don't know. I probably wouldn't because I wouldn't be talking to stupid people. Oh, I'm just kidding. Most people are stupid. How would I respond? Usually when someone tells you fruit is full of sugar as they drink like their eighth monster of the day. So love to see those people's diets when they're like, oh my God, but fruit has sugar in it as they're eating Pop-Tarts. Well, fruit has fructose and glucose. It doesn't have artificial added sugars and ultra processed sugars. There's also other elements in fruit like fiber and such that slow the absorption of those sugars. If you're consuming high fructose corn syrup or sucralose and things like that, it'll have much more of an impact on blood sugar. Different fruits have different things, but if you're eating a meal, have the fruit after. Have some fruit after the meal. You're eating protein and fats, it's going to spike your blood sugar much less. If you wake up first thing and pound fruit, you're just getting in more yeah, you're getting in more sugar, like you're going to have more instability in your in your blood sugar if you have, I don't have sugar first thing in the morning or anything with like fruit first thing in the morning. Like people that are waking up and having smoothie bombs first thing, you know, not, not a great decision in my opinion. But if you're doing some of that stuff after a workout or you have a meal, you're having some steak and you're having some, right? You're having a meal, protein and fat, and you have a little fruit afterwards, that's a, that's a better time in my opinion, in my experience. Let's see. John says, LOL. So many people take supplements. So serious asking nuanced questions, but no fuck food. Who cares? Only nutrition. Dot, dot, dot. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. It's a great point. We always get, and yeah, that's a great observation, John. So many people ask very detailed nutri like, uh, supplement questions, but then they just eat whatever food. Have you noticed that you'll get questions? I mean, I, I'm not saying that questions about supplementation or magnesium or things are just garbage, but people that ask about programming or motivation or nutrition or eating well, how do I eat more and stay fit? And they're completely eating. So the fundamentals, this is why the seven pillars are so important. They're, they're worried. There's no supplement 
quoting over here. There's no supplement pillar. Sure, you can have supplements underneath nutrition, but supplements could be under recovery. Supplements could have could have, you know, impacts on mindfulness and mobility. But people worry about that shit without actually taking care of their fundamental, right? What's going in your face all? They worry about the powder that they're taking or a pill, but they're not concerned about the other 99% of what goes in their mouth, including bleeding AIDS dicks covered in COVID. Chris Roberto, I've cut out all supplements, energy drinks, and pre-workout. I feel better for the amount of training and recovery I'm able to accomplish, and I found they have no real benefit. But that's what you have to test for yourself, and that's fantastic. And this is what I've said over the years. I used to, people ask me about, do you take BCAAs, do this, that, and the other? I know I've taken BCAAs, and I currently don't. And I'm telling you, I will try different things. I'll add something back in. Of course, if I do anything like that, I'll have the raw ingredients. I'm not going to have fillers. I'll make it and mix it and weigh it myself. I don't care about the nasty asshole taste. I'm going to, I want to make sure that what I'm taking is just that and that's it. And I'll test it. Do I see a difference? Do I shit my brains out? Do I feel bad? Do I have acid reflux? Do I have anything negative? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. If I feel a benefit or I notice a benefit, then I'll continue it. If I stop doing it after a while and I don't see any change, then why would I spend my money or put something in my body? You have to test. Oh, Grizzly, Papa Soli, how do you know when it's time to buy new equipment for your home gym? What do you mean? Me personally or in general? Like when am I, hmm, you talking about machines? What we were talking about yesterday or you mean just equipment? I just want to know if you're asking how I do that or acquire or want to get something or or are you talking about for general people? Maddie, respond to them by asking how they drink their coffee. It's probably loaded with sugar. Yeah. Let's see a little bit. Let's see a little tainty, man. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. There's so much. I love how the ears move back after I pet. Uh, Chris is right there. Always time for new equipment. There you go. Well, I will answer that. I don't know if Mark is listening or he's going to respond until I see the chat. There are certain things that I want that I'll look for or that I want to add. And if I see it pop up, I'll jump on it. And sometimes I'll see something pop up like, Ooh, I didn't know I wanted that. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> there are certain things that I don't know. It's whatever, it's whatever hits me personally. Oh, so personally, what do I feel? When do I know it's time to, it's really when something, there's certain things I look for, or there's certain brands of something that are more rare that like, Ooh, if I see it available and it's convenient enough to get, because aside from driving all over the country, which I really want to, I would love to, and I'm still open to doing that. We'll just go on the road. It'll be like, all right, just calls live streams from the road, old, old school. And I will drive to fucking Missouri and pick up. I would love to do that. I, I tell mama Solia, I would love to have, I can see this is what, this is what my future is going to be like already. Cause I want to do it. I don't have a shop, like a machine shop, but I would love to have a shed out back. I don't even know if that'd be enough room at some point. I'll probably have a warehouse and do it. I would love to just refurbish equipment just for fun. 
get new bolts, you know, take all the rust off, get them repainted, get them refurbed and just make them make these old things new again. That's why I don't mind having these things outside because in the future, I'm like, I might just want to like restore them, take them down, you know, polish and make them look brand new just for me because I love like yesterday, it was like 12 hours. Yesterday, it was like 12 hours the whole day. Now, from the standpoint of, is that the most efficient way for me to spend my time? It's like, I could be making videos. I could be doing other stuff. Oh, I had so much fun sweating my ass off, just unloading this guy's fucking, it was literally like storage wars. He opened up these pod containers. I'm telling you, there was so much money in terms of spin bikes. I just don't know what the spin bikes are worth. I couldn't give less of a fuck about spinning. There are so many spin bikes like Star Trek and Schwinn and all this. And I'm like, man, that stuff looks like. But, uh, you know, I'm not buying containers and flipping them. But it was really, it's really cool. It's like that. It's cool, too, because when you're buying fitness equipment or you're going to gyms, you're meeting cool people. You're meeting people that appreciate equipment or selling equipment. And you're meeting people that like to take care of their health. Or you're selling someone something and they're getting a, a deal. And I don't know. Fitness equipment is a cool, it's a cool. Uh, and plus, there's the the excitement of getting something new or getting something rare. And. It's just fun. So I enjoy it. I enjoy driving and looking forward to picking it up and then loading it up into the truck and having like the trailer and hauling something. It's like, yeah, I made my got a fucking payload. I enjoy it. So. And that's what you have to do. You have to do stuff that you would do for free. I mean, I'm not even doing that for free. I'm losing, losing money, you know, or spend, I'm using, using, but it's, I mean, using money, but it's, it's buying me enjoyment and it's an investment. So I, I just enjoy the process of actually going and getting it because there are a lot of these pieces of equipment. You can go on eBay or you can go online and pay and maybe time-wise if you add it all out, oh, it makes more sense to just pay for freight or shipping and have it arrive. But I find that I would rather drive 15 hours to get something I really wanted than even order it and have it arrive. Like there's something that I want that I found. It's in Pennsylvania and it's on eBay and I'm like... If it was local, I would have bought it already. And it's not because, oh, it's closer. I have to pay shipping. It's like, no, I would rather use time out of my day. I would rather drive eight hours both ways and pick it up. And maybe even spend more money as a result of that because of time and gas and whatever than just to have it arrive. It's just. So that that actually matters to me. I would rather go and get it myself and drive like 10 hours each way and just fucking yeah just because the, the, there's the excitement of going to get it and then there's the excitement of coming back like i got it and plus i listen to podcasts zone out and drive I, I don't mind driving all right so let's move on actually you guys want to see some of the let me see you guys want to see some of the stuff i got yesterday i got a couple want to see what i got want to see the kill who wants to see who want to see Want to see what I got? Let me see. Do I love those pictures? You got a couple Tainty Man pictures in there. Who wants to see some pics? Let's see what I got yesterday. You have to say it. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. So here's what I talked about yesterday. There's some, I got to find out. I heard someone say silicone. I have silicone lubricant for removing some of the surface rust. It's just very light surface rust. You could almost scratch it off with your finger. I just have to figure out. I don't want to damage the, the coating and stuff. So if anyone has any recommendations, but anyway, uh, so here's the, I just love pullover machines. I have a body masters one. So if you know equipment, I'm just going to say the names, but you don't have to know it. 
so this is a Paramount. Let me see. Load it up. So this is an old school Paramount pullover. Look at this fucking beast. So it's it's uh, like this chrome colored. And I saw this in the back. I saw this in the back of this guy's. Um, so I went for the other. I, I went for these other two machines. And I looked in the back and I literally saw this in the corner. I, I, I just look at the guy and I was like, uh, how much do you want for that? <laughs> Cause I'm like, you're coming. I'm taking that. Like that's mine now. So I'm going to give you some money for it. And I'm going to take this with me. It was in the back. I didn't even see this available. It wasn't listed online. So let me scroll through a couple of pictures. So this is all like fucking, oh, wow, that's a, wow, great shot. Great shot right here. Okay. So this is all like metal, like stamped. It's such a solid, they don't make shit like this anymore. It's just fucking heavy. So it's all, I love the branding and the, the molds and stuff. I was, I was the cantilever. So what the fuck is this, dude? Why is this all? All right. So let me just keep on zooming out, I suppose. So this is the weight stack, old school weight stack. Not that bad, like 220 pounds, but I could always put a weight, you could always put a gym pin in there and extend the, this, this, um, the weight. What's really cool, I don't know why they're all like skipping like that, so I'm just going to zoom out. Sorry for your eyes. But each weight, each individual weight stack is stamped paramount. So if you're like, I don't know what the hell these things, these words mean, paramount's a legendary company and their old shit was fucking fantastic. They were super innovative. And it's each single weight plate has that stamp on it, which is pretty interesting. So this is definitely like a, definitely a collector's piece. Why is this it's so weird? So, oh, look at the Tainty Man. So there's the back end of the machine. And it's super smooth. It's super smooth. So you can see like, I guess like the little you know, pitted rut, but it's not like, it's the surface stuff. So I just have to find something that's going to clean it well and not damage it. I'm probably going to use like white vinegar and baking soda just to get a start and see how much I can do with that before I don't want to go into anything hardcore. Plus I don't like using really harsh chemicals because then it's in the grass and then I'm walking on it and you know, you know me, I don't want to use that shit. I also got this now. I don't know if you guys have seen this shit before. This is a legit, so Icarian was bought by Precore. So for a while, equipment said Precore, Icarian. So a lot of these companies, they get bought by someone else. They change the name, but the new company takes all the engineering and all the patents. So they make, so a lot of times equipment will say, they made equipment like this. It just said Icarian. And then when Precore bought it, all the branding just changed to Precore and they made this piece of equipment for a while. So a lot of times they'll just buy the company, the name changes, but the trademarks and the patents, they just keep on making the same equipment uh, like Nautilus and Flex Fitness and Star Trek. It's like all the same company, but it, they buy the name, they label it differently. It's branding, marketing, all that kind of stuff. So this is a old school uh, donkey calf raise. So you put your elbows in the front and that weight pad goes on your back and that weight stack is very light, 400 pounds. So this is a beast of a machine. It was actually the easiest one to move, ironically. So usually the best way to move these things is you take the weight stack off, which we did. 
And then it was really light to move. The plates are 20 pound plates are the heaviest shit. And let's see. So that's an Icarian uh, donkey calf raise. We got some more pictures. So that's a, a monster. And this one was the hardest thing to move. And of course it's on grass. So not easy to move. This is a flex fitness 45 degree uh, calf raise. I just love calf raise machines. Any machine that's different. So I have like different types and different ones. And so Flex Fitness became Star Trek, which became Nautilus. And they just use different branding. So this is a really heavy stack, 330 pounds. So very challenging to move. But this piece right here, it's like metal stone. It's made fucking really strong. So it's hard to move because I don't want to grind that into the ground when we're moving it. But then we ended up getting a dolly to function properly. It's hard on the grass because it was raining a lot. So the grass was really soft. And let's see. And that's the back. And that's a little tainty man. So a little bit of grease. Nothing worth worrying about. So those are the three pieces yesterday. And just seeing seeing the Paramount one in the back, the pullover machine was fire. So for those of you who don't know, Paramount, um, the pullover machine moves like this, hits your chest, Hits your lats really well, depending on the range of motion that you use. And then, um, so I usually go, you know, I don't go all the way up and vertical because then it hits more chest. If I'm using my lats, I'll have my elbows come up like here and then all the way down. You don't need to go all the way back. That doesn't really make sense. But for the lats, it's, it's nasty. And it's actually really smooth. It works really well. Works really well. So... Cerny, I'd love to walk through your gym and just touch everything. Very nice. <laughs> just touch it. Touch it. But I will, what I will say is I'll probably do some videos, maybe like individual ones and talk about different pieces. John says, you don't see that donkey calf raise machine very often, very specific, effective equipment. Yeah, you don't see them often. I was looking online at some of the new ones because they do make some, they have some new machines and I've made my own donkey calf raise you can do it with a belt squat and i have a setup in here with the belt squat and the one right next to it the flex fitness 45 degree donkey calf. so the one right next to it this whole section of my gym on the other side there's three more calf pieces and some so the, the 45 degree so the difference is it puts less stress on your entire body so if you're doing a standing calf raise the weights on your shoulders or using a barbell or a smith machine there's nothing wrong with it but it puts more stress on your entire spine, puts more stress on more joints, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you can isolate the muscles more if you put the weight on your hips. So the one that I showed you that's next to it with the plates, it's the same kind of situation, but it's very, very different. So the Icarian one is super comfortable. That'd be my preferred way to, to do that movement with the weight on the back. It's just, a, it's just a very different thing. And plus the foot, the foot pad, one thing that I'm not really a big fan of. So you see both of these, if you're sitting on the one in the back, the flex fitness one, the weights on your hips too. But what I don't like about that flex fitness one is, let me zoom in. It, it matters like what shoes you use. The problem that I find with this is that it's a metal plate and feet tend to slip on it. So I don't know about covering it or maybe... I have to like, I play around with different footwear. Sometimes Vibrams will stick to certain ones, but if it's shiny and metal, it won't wear as much, but the feet kind of slip if you're getting a full stretch. 
So what I like about this other one here, zoom out, it's like a rubber, so it's more grippy. So I'm gonna see if I can find a new one of these to restore that. And then, you know, maybe you can add something else on top. It depends, it depends. So it's different options, but you can see how the machines are, these are both the same in a sense, but I can't wait to use officially this Icarian one. I, I've wanted to use it since I trained at Bally's years ago. Bally's used to have this one and also another Icarian one, which is like a, it's like a 45 degree calf raise. It has like a couple steps. That's a monster too. I haven't really seen that one for sale too often, but if I do ever see that for sale, if I can, I'll get it. But the deal I got on these four machines was ridiculous too. It was ridiculous. For all three, it was fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. So you'll see these in videos. You'll see these in videos and maybe I'll go through because I could talk for a while about each one, more or less why I purchased it and why I chose that one. Because everything that I got in, uh, in the back of, I can't really see it from this picture behind because I got another piece of equipment the day before. You can't really see it, but over here in the back corner that that's a seated hammer strength chest press. So there's a reason why I've gotten each thing. There's a reason why I've gotten each thing. They're all, they all for the most part have a specific purpose. Of course, that Chrome one, that Chrome one I like because it's just a classic piece. I don't, I definitely didn't need it, but each individual chest machine that I have four or five of them, they have a specific purpose. So I find, I find it challenging to decide, Ooh, what do I want to sell? Because I got each one for a specific reason. So whether it's selectorized, if you have the weight stack, whether you have it plate loaded, whether the arms converge or they separate or the grip, all the angles, are different. And of course, depending on the person, certain people will like certain machines better than others anyway. So some of these bring back memories of something that I used a long time ago, but I like collecting older pieces or, you know, some of the newer ones are great, but classic or more classic pieces that aren't available, but they just don't make them like they used to. So these things, even there's a little surface rust or like they're not breaking. So even like this one, like, oh, you have it outside. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of surface rust. I'll clean that up. Yeah, I'll probably come back. They'll probably get more surface rust over time, but what's there to break? You know, I put silicone lubricant on the, the rails and, you know, you kind of grease the joints, put some bearing grease on it and use it. And this cable is that cable that's holding it is strong as hell. And if it breaks, you buy a new one. Those things are like five bucks and that's it. It's like just, and it's a pulley system. Like you can replace parts and, or get something manufactured or find something that's decent enough. So yeah, you can find some of this shit. There's like, again, there's really nothing as long as it's covered, it's out of sunlight, it's out of direct rain. Yeah, there's moisture, but what, what's moisture going to do? Moisture is just going to get a little bit of surface pitting or surface rust. So sometimes the thing is with these older pieces, you'll have a little bit of, you know, chipped paint or someone maybe at the gym, like they were taking a weight and they kind of clipped it and kind of chipped off a little bit of the paint. So then when you have exposed metal, like anything else, you'll, you'll see a little rust, but surface rust, it's not like it's going to go to the core. It will take decades for that to happen. It'll take a lot for it to rust through to the point of it being structurally um, not viable, like to break. So, yeah, I'm in Florida. There's always moisture. So even when stuff's inside the house, there's moisture. 
And even when I use my barbell and I store it inside the house, you have sweat from your hands. So if you have barbells and weights and stuff, just from sweat from your hands and the salt from the sweat, it will pit and you will have barbells with a little bit of rust and stuff like that. So, yeah. And plus, when it comes to the rust, it's some character. I actually almost, I might clean it up just for the purpose, but I actually, I don't mind the rust. It's like, yeah, a rusty chrome piece of equipment. It looks fucking awesome. I like it. All right, let's go balls deep. Let's go balls deep. <laughs> That's deep. So, yeah, I'll like, like you just, I will talk about, I will talk about equipment and I will talk about this stuff or answer questions about it for a long, like, I love, I love going over it. I love talking about the equipment, not just cause it's mine. I love talking about gym equipment and stuff like that, especially machines and older pieces. So I don't know if you like that kind of stuff, let me know. I don't know if some of you are sleeping right now, but if you, if you aren't, or if you are, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed my TED Talk. Let's get into some balls deep content. All right, fam. Fam, what do we got here? Do we have any... That's pretty horrible and gross. That's disturbing. Oh, we got to go. Oh, we got to go into overtime. All right, let's talk about blood pressure. Who wants to talk about blood pressure? Fam, pick a number one or two. I'm going to do this one first. It's called blood pressure. Responding to someone who left a question on TikTok. It says, BMI, unhealthy blood pressure. Gonna die at 60. Good one, bad. You'll see why I said it like that. Okay, so I actually went to the doctor the other day and I had to have my blood pressure taken because I am starting medication. Anyone surprised? Starting medication. No medication except my fucking antidepressants. Mm. That could affect my blood pressure as a side effect. It is not medication to treat anything wrong with my blood pressure or my heart. It's for your brain. It's a side effect. So it's I for your mind. to know that my blood pressure is 113 on 83 the other day. I'm really curious. What medication are you taking if it's not for your blood pressure? I'm curious. What is the medication? <laughs> You'll see how it's very, very accurate. You just talk like that. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's to, like, fix her paralyzed vocal cords. I'm just kidding. I love accents. I really do. Blood pressure. All right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You can make fun of me, too. It's fine. I like accents. It's just when stupid things come out with certain accents, it just sounds stupider. And it was like, what, six o'clock at night, just a standard day. Uh, do you know want to know what textbook blood pressure is? Because I okay. was a registered nurse for 12 years. It's 120 Yikes. on 80. So my blood pressure, Dope. fucking textbook. You uh, cannot tell a person's health by their weight. Fam, if you have good blood pressure, does that mean you're healthy? Are you healthy because your blood pressure is whatever it is in the moment? In the moment. Like some people have, you know, it's called white coat syndrome. Like your blood pressure is elevated or things are not as accurate inside the doctor's office because people get nervous and things like that. Any questions? Does having blood pressure within certain, does that mean that you're just healthy? You're healthy. Oh my God. You can't tell a person's health by the way. Oh my God. Your blood pressure was paying one day and one day. Oh, buddy. Oh, hello, buddy. Your blood pressure is 120 over Eddie. <laughs> Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. 
You're the one that I fucked your uncle. Uncle fucker. You're an uncle fucker. Yes, that's true. Nobody fucks uncles quite like you. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, man. Uncle fucker. I need that soundboard. All right. Uh, we picked some numbers. You know, eat us sleep. I mow the lawn. Yes, fuck your uncle. All day long. Let's do uh, Andrew Perry, number two. Andrew Perry, number two. It's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. Okay, buddy. Number two. Fat Liberation Month thought of the day. <laughs> They're still doing this bullshit. So if you don't know, August is Fat Liberation Month. No, it's not. It's Anabolic August. It's not Fat Liberation Month. No, you're not taking another month. We need to stop. I'm going to say it right now. There should not be any month. Ever. You don't have 4th of July, Memorial Day, um... You don't have Veterans Day, right? You don't have, oh, we used to have, I guess we have President's Day. or Like, you have days for certain things. Christmas Day, Thanksgiving Day, Valentine's Day. We don't do months anymore. I'm not doing any of that. You want to have a rainbow flag day? All right, fine. Get people to try to get on board with that. Fine. No more months. I think people are going to start fucking off with all this shit. Stop with the months. Black History Month? Fucking weird. It's weird. No, that's not racist. It's fucking cringe. We don't do white history. We should celebrate America. We should celebrate freedom. We should celebrate merit. We don't need to, I don't know, highlight a fucking race for a month. We don't need to highlight gay people for a month. Or, tra- or this rainbow shit. No, we don't. For a month, no. Just live your life. The more you focus on that, that, again, it's just divisiveness and it's trying to bring... It's just neo-racism. That's all it is. That's all it is. You're perpetuating segregation. You're perpetuating these kinds of differences. You're isolating certain ethnic groups. It's fucking gross. It's gross. So I'm fine with taking a day. People have celebratory days. You have what? Earth Day or National Dog Walkers Day. It doesn't matter, right? We have events. We have uh, Back to Swole coming up. We have Balls Deep for Summer. We have like, we have our day. Like it's a community. Like you're celebrating something on a day. Fine. You have birthdays. That's fine. It's fine. You don't get a month. No one gets a month anymore. No one gets a month. No. No one gets a month. Right? The new saying, you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want some fentanyl. Fat, liberace, fat Liberation Month thought of the day. Ew. It's your Fat Liberation Month thought of the day for August 15th. Eee, cookies. Nom, 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 nom. Hello, baby. Give a cookie. Cookie, cookies. Fat Liberation. Give me cookies. Cookies. Nom, 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 cookie. Is that the thought of the day? Just guessing. Older resources will use the term fat phobia when talking about discrimination based on one's weight. More modern resources will talk about anti-fat bias, Mm. weight stigma, or sizeism. 
The thinking behind that is that a phobia is a psychological diagnosis. If someone has a phobia, it is irrational. Look, there's arachnophobia. People have a paralyzing fear of spiders. There's no such thing as bad phobia. Someone tell me. All right. You guys know. I don't know if you ever have met someone that has like arachnophobia, right? You're paralyzing fear of spiders. Now, that being said, I don't know anyone that has a paralyzing fear of fat people or fat things. I can't move my ground. I'm so afraid. Doesn't exist. That's a lot of, that's a lot, that, that, that's a lot of human on, 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 under your chin. I just noticed that. And while some Not individuals' fear of being fat may border on a phobia, that doesn't mean that it's the best term to use. What the fuck do you say? What you just said Did you, is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I actually don't know what. At no point in your oh. rambling, incoherent response confusing the were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. <sighs> Everyone in this room is now dumber. For having listened to it. I would have to write that down. I award yeah. you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I would have to write that down and just make sure, like, wait, okay, you said this. That means you mean that, like, I have no idea what you just said. I have no idea what you're referring to. I just don't fucking know. I also don't care. So that factors in. But I just don't know what you're talking about. And I also don't care. And I don't care that I don't know what you're talking about. So it just, it compounds like the layers. I just, yeah, I don't care. All right. Last one. This is called can't love myself. Can't love myself. Well, you're following all seven pillars. I I don't understand. Why not? Let's see what we got here. Maybe the problem isn't that fat people don't love themselves. Maybe the problem is that the world doesn't love fat people. Love. Maybe the problem isn't that fat people don't love themselves. Maybe the problem is that the world doesn't love fat people. Loving your. Maybe the problem isn't that fat people don't love themselves. It's that the world doesn't love fat people. Let me bring you up to speed on life. No one is required to love you. That's a weird fucking narcissistic shit. That's weird shit. Why don't you love yourself and take care of yourself? Maybe it's not that fat people don't love themselves. Maybe it's that, oh, it's other people. They just hate you. They hate you because you're in a bigger body. They hate you because you're horizontally challenged. Just based on what you said, it's probably your personality. Let's continue. Self in a world that actively hates you is a world that actively is that the world doesn't love fat people. Loving yourself in a world that actively hates you is, that's tough. You don't live on, living in a world that actively hates you, AKA fatness is being promoted everywhere. You do realize that the more that our society falls apart and is promoting fat acceptance and body positivity, the more that these twats are complaining. You know why? Because there's attention on them. They could gain attention. They victim harder. Do you understand this? No one was saying this shit 
20 fucking years ago. They're saying it because it's working. Oh, but fat, you're beautiful. Oh, but this, oh, but Lizzo, oh, but whatever. So they're saying it more because, oh, it's getting me attention. (laughs) Are they looking at me? (laughs) Am I getting views? (laughs) That's all that's happening. That's all that's happening. That's what's happening. If a kid cries and throws a tantrum and then you say, okay, fine, you can have the candy bar. Guess what happens the next time the kid wants a candy bar? He's going to cry and kick and scream. You're reinforcing this shit. Adult fucking just, just children. Big fat children. Big fat children that always got cookies when they kicked and screamed. Whether I love myself or not, I am treated as inherently less... Oh, sweetie, you more. You a whole lot more. I can't love myself out of people looking at me with disgust. I I know I keep stopping this. I'm sorry. Is everyone like, oh, fucking, can you just play the video? Or maybe you're like, okay, I can catch my breath and clean out my ear holes for a second. I can't love myself out of people looking at me with disgust. They think I'm going to sit beside them on a plane. I can't love myself out of not having access to the same clothing options. And I'm starting to think that what are you the wearing right now then? is not the inside job that everyone tries to tell me that it is. And even now in this time of body positivity, I mean, it's a grudging acceptance at best. No, it's not. It's virtue signaling. Uh, It's not even acceptance. It's this faux attention power grab. Who's not accepting you? Most people live in the realm of reality. It's like, oh, you're not healthy. You don't take care of yourself. How do we know? Maybe it's completely normal that I feel unworthy. That is literally every message I've received from the time I was five years old. There it is. I'm not trying to gloat about this person's unpacked baggage, but there it is. That's what the problem is. These people are not getting to the source of it, blaming everyone else for their issues rather than handling their own shit. Okay. You don't accept yourself, but you want everyone else to accept you. That's right. Tiff. They don't even accept themselves. They don't, they don't right. Like trans people or the trans activists. Cause some people are just living their life. They want to do whatever they do. And it's like, okay, they're just keeping themselves. The loud people, right? Trans people accept me the way I am. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't even accept yourself. No, I'm the opposite. You didn't even, you didn't even accept yourself and you're forcing me to accept. Like, what are you talking about? You won't even accept yourself, but you want everyone else to. It's the same thing. The same thing. It's power. It's control. They don't have control over their own lives. They're anxious. They're going through all this whether it's puberty, anxiety, or whether it's fear of the unknown or stress or lack of purpose and feminism and brainwash or whatever it is, it's this loss of control. And this is why really people need to have children. I don't have kids yet, but people need children because guess what? You can control your children. You could be a communist in the household. That's fine. It's not, it's not a democracy in your household. You're in control. You have the father, you have the mother, and they run the ship. You do what mommy and daddy say. That's fucking it. Period. End of story. Right? People, you 
there you have control. I have control over the tainty man. I tell him to sit. He better fucking sit. If I tell him down, he better lay down. If I tell him to go to his room or do, he does what I say. That's it. End of story. That's how it works. See, people don't have control over their lives. They don't have any responsibility. They don't have any future. When you have children, that's your future. What's your future? Having 15 fucking cats? I'm not saying for everyone it has to be like that. People are like, well, no, some people, it's not right for me. Oh, fine. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly it is. That's literally how our species evolves. That's why we're here. That's why you want to have sex because guess what? It leads to more babies. That's why you want to make the boom boom because it leads to babies. That's how babies are made. That's it. That's why. That's why you have that impulse and it feels good. That's why it feels good. Yes, we have evolved higher consciousness and yes, we can have sex for recreational purposes, but fundamentally, that's why. All right, going off the deep end here, but seriously, if you don't love yourself and you're unpacked and this is what I've been told ever since I was a little kid, that's serious shit, right? Maybe it's... She goes, maybe it's completely normal that I feel unworthy. The message I received since I was five years old. That's fucked up. It's called childhood trauma. Welcome to the club. Everyone's got some trauma. Everyone's got some imprinting from their parents or their surroundings. And some people had a real rough one and that's fucked up. But guess what? You can't go back in time. So are you working on unpacking that? Are you taking care of that? Or are you just blaming everyone else for being meanie, not accepting you? You don't accept yourself because that's how you were taught love. If your family, the people closest to you communicated love by ignoring you, you ignore yourself and you look for that in others and you have the, and the cycle continues. And then you get into, you know, messy relationships because that's how you perceive love. You perceive love with because you don't have self-worth. So you surround yourself with shitty people that don't give you self-worth because that's what you're used to. And you have this vicious cycle that repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats. Okay. That I feel unworthy. That is literally every message I've received from the time I was five years old. That's it. Doctors, from jobs, from friends, from family. You're not okay how you are, and it's your fault that you are how you are. Pause it there again. There might be a few more seconds. Um, what happened to you as a child, I think we can mostly agree, it's not your fault, right? When you're a child, if you're five years old and your parents are calling you, you know, whatever, abuse, that's not your fault. But where are you right now? You're, quote unquote, a grown-ass woman. It's definitely a responsibility on how you take the, positive, the, the next steps. Are you taking control? Are you having power in your life? No, you're venting online, blaming the world for your fucking problems. Everyone's got something. Some people have it worse than others. Granted, might not be your fault. It's your responsibility. What are you doing now about it? Complaining on TikTok. That's what you're doing. Does that sound like an effective method? This is not a therapist couch. You're not making progress right now. Just saying. So how on earth can you have those messages drilled in your head for decades and then expect that loving yourself is going to come naturally? Again, 
you think life is going to give you a fucking handout. You think you're going to get struck by lightning and all of a sudden, oh, I love myself now. Naturally. It takes work. What are you talking about? I'm not saying this to be mean. Why are you crying in your car recording a video? Do you just go into a job interview and get, you know, denied like many people do? And now you're just pretending like it's because you're fat or you maybe it's whatever. What, what comes naturally? Like these people act like they should get everything handed on a platter. Loving yourself. Does anyone just like, eh, snap your finger. You've heard the term, right? You've heard the term. Well, happiness is a choice. You can just be in a good mood. Technically, you can, right? You can choose to be in a good mood. You can choose. Easier said than done, no? You're in a fucking, ha something happened and stresses you out. It's not easy to take a deep breath and just fucking let it go and move on. It takes work. And guess what kind of work that is? Let's talk about meditation, right? John's in the chat. John's been mastering his meditation for years now. Game changer. Once you practice getting to that mindfulness state and meditating, even for five minutes every day, guess what? You're in traffic and you just, you're practicing. That's why it's called a practice. It's not called meditation mastery. It's called practice. You practice meditation. You practice yoga. You practice weight training. So when something happens, you can more easily tap into it. And then you're more present throughout all the shit. So if you practice getting into that state for five minutes a day, man, when you're in traffic, you can tap into that shit for one minute or five minutes and just kind of next time you're in traffic stressed out. Oh my God. Hey, use that as an opportunity to just listen to the sounds and look at what's around you and just observe, right? Nothing's happening to you. It's just happening and you're there and just experience it. Sounds foofy, but it's totally true. You can't do that unless you practice that regularly. Sometimes there's annoying noises, right? That's happened. Sometimes there was annoying noise. I was trying to read or I was doing something and, you know, the lawn was being mowed or something. I think there was like construction. You know that when you hear someone working, it's like, like hammers. It's like intermittently, sometimes really long from, and sometimes it's a long for like jackhammer or something. Sometimes it's long, it's intermittent, so it could be irritating. Just close your eyes and meditate and just hear the sounds. Don't judge it. Good, bad, annoying, loud, whatever. Just listen to it. Don't hurt your ears over it, but just listen to when it happens. Listen to when it like is. Just let the sounds come towards you. Don't manifest it and stress yourself out. It just exists. And just hear, because if you just zone out and listen, but don't even listen, because listen is activating. It's just here. You'll hear different layers, like a soundtrack. You'll hear a bird in the background. You hear a distant, and you'll just hear different layers of the soundtrack. Anyway, you can't just do that unless you practice it. Anyway, I've been living in the past and internalizing it for years and then just vomiting it online to anyone who will listen and anyone who else is miserable that will commiserate online and give you a likes and attention to those hashtags and shit rather than fucking getting after it. Instead of complaining in your fucking car, she could be at the gym, training hard, eating right, reading, meditating, and fucking staying off of all that shit. She would lose fat. She would feel better. She'd have more energy. She'd blah, blah, blah. This wouldn't be an issue. But no. Complain on TikTok.
Hey, complain on TikTok. TikTok, complain. Hey. All right, fam, we have overtime. I can't believe we went long. This is a fucking epic fuck storm today. I love it. Overtime is going down in just a few moments. Let's go overtime. All right, we're going to give away this wall card. We're going to give away this wall card, and then we're going to do a throwback, and then we're going to drop three new, th- I'm going to say three new, not a throwback. We're going to do a throwback post, but that, those are balls deep throwbacks. We're going to drop three new balls deep throwbacks, and we have old school drive mall gaining to watch, and a brand new one's going to be fire. Overtime starts right now. Oh my goodness. A tainty boy. Aww. Look at that taint. Look how coy he is. He's kind of showing off his taint a little bit. He's like, you want to look at my taint? I know you do, but he's kind of covering with his tail. Yeah. He like wants you to see his taint, but he's like, look at those paws. Look at the, look, look at the pepper paws. Look at the tainty boy. He's so sleepies. He's the sleepies. I want to bite your chin. I want to bite your jowls. Then we have the church, the church perch and the tainty cam. All right. Hashtag Fef. Let's give away today's fucking small card. Let's give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Let's give away the fucking swole car. Let's give away. Let's give away. Give away. Let's give away. The swole car. Swole car. Give it away. Let's give the swole car away. Helen B. Hello, congratulations. Ellen B. Send us an email to supportsmormons.com. Swole card 2660. In the subject, your mailing address in the by the email fam. You can start heading over into the Daily Soul Telegram chat, but first we're going to do a throwback. We got to do a throwback. And then we're going to go into overtime. Congratulations, Helen B. B. Ellen B. Ellen B. We'll take some soundboard requests. Well, I'll be damned. So drop it in the chat. We got some piano cock coming up in just a moment. Let's see if Papa Swolio can stay undefeated coast to coast. Lieutenant Dang. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! in your general direction. Helen says, thanks, fam. You are very welcome, Helen. Congratulations. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. That doesn't make sense. Are there any women here today? Oh yeah. Oh. I gave it a, uh, a ten. A ten. Spicy. A fucking ten. Why is it spicy? What? How about I send you a hobo dick cheese? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?
There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Now, once you've had sex with a woman, she will naturally start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. Fantastic. Little jelly donut at the buzzer. I did the buzzer. All right, fam. Thanks for being here. We got overtime coming up right now. So head on into the Daily School Telegram chat. We are about to go live, but foist, but foist. Let's do a little throwback. Okay. Throwback time. Here we go. 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 Did someone educate me on the proper possessive term for per slash purs? And I don't even know what the fuck that is. No one does. It's no, made up. I thought I'd share a little bit about how per pers pronouns work. So per is a neo pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like him. It comes from the word person, which is why I really like them. What is in the fucking water? Get the <laughs> fuck out. Get out. It's not, it, you're not living in reality anymore. Get away from these people. Um, the objective form of per is per. The subjective is per. Possessive adjective and the possessive pronoun is pers. And the reflective is per self. What are you reading? So my dog uses she, her pronouns and she's not here right No, you didn't say that. Did someone hear that? My dog uses she, her pronouns. <laughs> what are you, retarded? So I would say, hi everyone, meet Rosie. Per asked me to introduce Per to you since Per can't do it herself. Right now, Per is on my bed because Per thinks it's purse. Does that help? <laughs> Matt Damon. Oh, I got that one. So per is a neo-pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like him. What a great edit. We got three more of those coming up right now in overtime. Thanks for being here, fam. I'm super stoked. Oh, it's going to... You ready, fam? You ready? It's time to go into OT. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking do it. Finish him. He's time. Everyone, head on into. I don't know why I just know. Okay, fam, overtime starts right now. The Daily Soul Telegram chat. I see people in there. We got Melissa, TJ, what up, Cerny, Loretta, Emily. How we doing, Lacey, fam? Are you ready? OT starts right now. If you are not a part of the Swole fam, how fucking dare you? Silly Goose. How dare you? Silly Goose McCluse, if you're still listening right now, you should obviously be a member at this point. If you're still listening to the show, Come on, fam. All right, join us inside uh, the Daily Soul Telegram chat. If you're new to the fam, you join. 
log on to your account right there on your homepage. You'll see the Daily Swole Telegram chat and the Swole Fam Telegram chat. Go to the Daily Swole Telegram chat and it starts in two minutes. So let's get into it. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow for Swole Slut Saturday, of course. But right now it's overtime. Peace, McGee's, Deuce, McGoose, your boy, Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh.